Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sine, which turtle are you? I'm Donatello. Why is that? Well, he's purple, I like purple, and he was like the nerdy one, and that was me when I was little, like, have liked reading books and like glasses and stuff, so... Who are you? Um, well, one of them is uh, really angry. He he often goes off by himself. <laughs> He's the tough boy. Mm-hmm. I am definitely Raphael. Who, who are you actually, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is also the killjoy. The one who's like, no, come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's settle down. Let's, let's do the right thing. The killjoy? Yeah, Leonardo. That's me. <laughs> Is he the, he's the blue, good one? Is he the blue one? Yeah, he's the boring one. He's not, you're not boring, but blue's your favorite color. So that matches. Mm-hmm. You're just sensible. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning or afternoon or evening. My name is Lonnie. <laughs> My name is Sinead. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why we need to list every time, like 1am, 2am, 3am. Well, I was thinking it's it's, it's usually night time when the turtles are out, isn't it? That's true. It is. So if you're watching this in the daytime, wait, stop it. Come back when it's midnight. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, on the show, cool, I miss, I uh, oh <laughs> like God. our movies. We uh, review movies. Mm-hmm. And this week we have watched one of the best movies of the year. And I'm hoping it, it gets the love that it deserves, Sine. I think it maybe went under the radar a little bit in Australia because it came out like ages after the um, release overseas. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think if you've been sleeping on the turtles, if you think you're over them, if you think the last live-action movies are a bit boring or whatever, come back now. This is it. Turtle mania. Talk to me about your history with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. So we had... Number two, the movie from the 90s, Secrets of the Ooze, on video. Mm-hmm. Watched that a whole bunch when I was a kid. There was a, a cartoon that came out about when I was 10 years old. Watched that a lot on, like, um, the Cheese TV or whatever, or just on the general um, TV back in the day. One of those ones, like, obviously harder when we were kids to watch stuff, like get the DVDs or, or to stream things that didn't exist. So it was just whenever it was on TV, it had mm-hmm. to be be there right so watch that that was really good um and then i watched a little bit of the old cartoon from the 80s but that was a bit before my time and it wasn't quite wasn't that around because of the new series when i was little um and then as we've gotten older i've gone back and watched the other live action movies from the 80s and 90s all right and there were the michael bay produced movies from like the mid teen 20 teens and they were okay, weren't they? We remember we saw some of them, and they, I don't know, they, the Michael Bay version of Turtles wasn't maybe not the best thing, but it's still valid, I guess. What about you? Um, similar thing. 
of watching the cartoon on like Saturday Disney or whatever TV show there was that it was playing on, my dad was really into them. I think he introduced me to them um, mm-hmm. because he was really into, well, still is into Aikido. And so he really liked mm. the sort of martial arts aspect of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had a Nintendo game to do with turtles. Yeah, yeah think, there were a few of those. Yeah. So that was my sort of initiation into it. But I think my sister, because she's a little bit older than me, probably was introduced to it first and maybe I just absorbed some of that from her. But I didn't have like a strong, I had a strong connection to Donatello. I knew he was my guy. (laughs) But like I I didn't, you know, it wouldn't have been in my top three shows when I was little, but I I like them. Like absolutely. Yeah, who who doesn't? Yeah. I think um, they've been... They started off as sort of, you know, indie underground comics and they were a bit of a mm. satire on the comics, popular comics of the day. Um, those are the first comics apparently quite violent and quite quite dark and edgy, but then they made like a, a Saturday morning cartoon and it was all about them saying cowabunga and eating pizza and stuff. Mm. <laughs> so I think there are some fans who probably prefer the old stuff. Um, and as it's evolved, they, there's been all sorts of, of versions. There's been really kid-friendly stuff or there's been more adult stuff. Um, some of the comics have gone back to basics where they are more adult these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie, I think, is a, is a good mixture of everything. I think it could be enjoyed by kids, but um, I think there's a lot in there for adults too. And I think it's probably the best Turtles movie overall, right? Yeah, well, given I can't even remember the Michael Bay ones, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so didn't realise this was directed by Jeff Rowe. Who you might recognize the name, but you recognize the Mitchells versus the Machines from a few years ago. Mm. Um, and Great the movie. visual style, yeah, visual style matches that. And mm-hmm. also the, you know, the teenagers on a journey, especially, and the family aspect to it. I think there are some, mm-hmm. some through lines there. Um, Seth Rogen and his, his writing partner, Evan Goldberg, who were involved in writing this as well. Um, yes, who would have thought Seth Rogen would turn out to be like a, a good cultural institution? He's like, Pretty much everything he does is quite good, I think, these days. Yeah, it's interesting because so much of his career was just crass, gross. Yeah, he's really, but he's really grown up, hasn't stuff. he? Yeah, he really has developed. And <laughs> but um, by growing up, you now he's doing this teenage-based story. I think it's interesting. Um, big cast as well. Like the um, the turtles themselves are probably not that well known, but they work well because they are, you know, younger people, younger teenage boys, or just early twenty boys. And how awesome was it when they filmed them to, or they recorded them together? So they had the, the improv together yes. and the connection and That was chemistry. awesome. That was a good approach to, like, normally actors are, are just reading their lines in a sound booth pretty much. It's very rare to have people recording lines for an animated film at the same time. Um, yeah. But I think you could really, I think it lended a sense of camaraderie to the mm-hmm. performances and bonded, like, you felt more of a connection, I guess, from these actors who were felt real. Playing. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're it's a cartoon and they are turtles, <laughs> turtle boys. Um, big, big cast as well, though. I think everyone's excited to be part of a turtles movie. Um, April O'Neil is Io Itabiri, one of our favourites. She doesn't have a day off, clearly, does she? Io does nothing but work. I, and maybe she was happy to have a strike because she can just have a bit of a break. Be sassy on red carpets, like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's her MO. Uh, Maya Rudolph, John Cena, Seth Rogen also has a voice role. Rose Byrne playing a very Australian crocodile, I suppose, alligator. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> what do you think of her? I mean, sure. She's dialed it up, I think, the, the accent for that role. Yeah. Um, Natasia uh, Dimitrio, one of your faves. Mm-hmm. Might do in the shadows. She's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito has a small role. Jackie Chan is Splinter. Uh, I don't think they name. Do they name Splinter at all in the movie? No, and I had this here mm. to talk about. Okay. I feel like that's an important part of of the law. Mm. Is like how he got his name. And there was a little bit of like, here's why martial arts are important, but not not enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Not all right, should we talk about the, the, the plot a bit? Sure. Just rather than naming people. <laughs> um, okay, well, what's, this, what's the general story, Turtles, today? There are turtles, uh-huh. and they uh, come into contact with ooze. Oh, yeah. Uh, gives them special powers. Mm-hmm. And In then the... a rat rescues them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he raises them as, as his own. Yeah. In, in the lore, there are different versions. Sometimes Splinter has been a, a human who is transformed into a rat. Um, other times he was the rat of a martial artist who, like, learnt. He must have been a bit intelligent. He learnt via watching his master train mm-hmm. sort of thing. In this one, they, they, as you said, they kind of didn't go down that route at all, did they? They're all self-taught. What did you think of that? Um, I don't know if I have an opinion on that, to be honest. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't really, like, that's not the issue I have with the film. So, <laughs> well, What's the issue then? Okay, so I liked the movie. I thought it was really good. Don't get defensive. I just, I had... I haven't said anything yet. You haven't <laughs> let me talk. I have a few issues with it, one of which (laughs) is that it felt to me like a sequel. I think for this iteration of Turtles, I get not wanting to be bogged down in the basics. I get not wanting to show, you know, Bruce Wayne's parents dying in the alley with the pearls for the hundredth time. But for the first iteration of this franchise, there are way too many characters. We end the the movie on this like massive group of them which there's no way they're gonna definitely have to drop some to go into the next one and i feel like that took away a little bit from some character development that i wanted of the boys like i just wanted a bit more of their personality stuff because when they were like on the rooftop at night together that was awesome they were great and one thing i did like which you told me as well is the animation style of the turtles i think in a lot of um the Turtles iterations that we'd seen when we were younger, they all look the same. They just have a different bandana, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> different eye mask color. Whereas in this movie, there's some that are bigger, some that are shorter, some that are, you know, have a bit of scratches on their shells. And and that was really helpful to have, like, distinguishable mm-hmm. um, physical characteristics as well. So I really commend that. I thought that was really, really brilliant. But I just, there's just too much going on and I feel like we just skipped a step. That's how I feel about this movie. I just feel like we sort of we went from zero to two, and we didn't we didn't stop at one. Interesting. I think um, I think what happened with the martial artsness mm. is that they they're self taught. Obviously, the ooze given them some extra powers, extra strength, and stuff. So that I kind of I go with it. Maybe even heightened reflexes and things like that. So mm. that's why it's okay if they they have to train, obviously, but they were able to. Until they're able to take care of the goons and stuff because they have that bit of extra power in some mm-hmm. capacity. Um, but yeah, they didn't really feel like ninjas in that sense, did they? No, they didn't. 
They felt like but teenage that, boys. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the first movie though, so maybe that's yeah, probably, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I like I like um, how they've taken different spins on the classic tropes of the characters. So, mm. like Leo is pretty similar to how he is normally, but they they play up the fact that he is the leader and he's the one who's sort of trying to get them back on track and not to go off off dad's orders and stuff like that. Um, but like normally, Mikey is the one who's like doing stupid jokes and catchphrases and cowabunga and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he does that to a little bit here, but it's more like he's actually interested in comedy, like stand-up comedy that's and improv right, yeah. and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. a kind of fun take on that, that yeah, character. Yeah, definitely. Um, they didn't have... And normally Raph is like the, the brash one who, who no one... who's sort of at odds with everybody else and wants to go off by himself and get into fights and is quite angry. A little bit of that here is, but it's more like controlled aggression than they can... I assume they'll, if they do more movies, they'll expand his character mm. in that direction. Um, and and Donnie is normally the, the really smart tech-savvy guy, and he, he mm. is here to a degree. But also I made him quite nerdy, which I think was interesting. Like he's into anime and, and manga and stuff. So I like that, that, though. That, yeah, yeah, they, they expanded their core um, personality traits, I guess, into mm-hmm. what would this look like if they were a teenage human person going to school yeah. and stuff. And what if they were there now? Doing exactly. It today? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think as as the first um, film as an introduction to like a new generation of what what turtles are, I think it was really good. I think it was really solid. I think it it didn't do a disservice to the franchise, you know, to the name of TMNT. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, speaking true. of names, did I miss it or they didn't really comment on it in the movie about how they got their names? Like, from my memory, that was a big thing, wasn't it? In the yeah, the names, the names were... were um was skipped over i think i think normally it's something like he's like splinter had a got access to a book about renaissance art or something yeah, like that yeah and that's why he named it. yeah they just have their names everyone just kind of goes with it which is fine like again they, they clearly aren't interested in doing the sort of base level stuff but mm. i just feel like maybe they needed a little bit of that to i don't know solidify it before like have a solid mm. starting ground before you go off and do mm. crazy things and add in people and I do like the way that that Splinter taught them ninja skills to, so they would be able to defend themselves because he was worried about yes. people hating them. That was a good, yeah. rather than just like randomly, you got to be superheroes when you grow up for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the 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 overall desire of the turtle? I think is quite interesting too. And 
speaks to their isolation is that they want to go to school. Yeah. When most teenagers don't want to do that. Yeah. That was so funny to me. Yeah. That was, quite that was sweet. Nice. Yeah. Well, they just wanted a normal high school experience, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and now other indications of turtles that I've seen, normally April O'Neil is an established journalist who's a bit older than the turtles. What do you think about making yeah. her about their age? I liked it. I liked, I love Io. We both do. Sure. Um, I think it needed more of her. I wanted a little bit of backstory of her. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to do a little bit more. But I think that might be biased just because I love seeing her on screen and I just want to see more of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So the big thing with her character is that she she's camera shy, right? She she wants to be a journalist, but she can't go on TV and that's seen as like a real barrier to her. But there are journalists who don't do live broadcasts and that's fine. <laughs> like This movie was sort of like I felt treating, well, if she can't do live broadcasts, then she can't be a journalist. And I just didn't agree with that sort of well i think that she tried to go on tv and it didn't work she vomited in those days she was doing the school paper yeah but then it was more like at the end she had this opportunity yes. to go on tv to help to correct the record but then it, that was like she had overcome her fatal flaw from earlier which nitpicking by the way but what do i do except for nitpick on this podcast so the 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 town's been evacuated something's happened there's a dinosaur i think i can't really remember and she goes on this, like, live broadcast to people who are evacuating to try and tell them who the turtles are. April, no one's watching that. There are, like, six people in the city still. Everyone's evacuated. And listen, I'm just going to say it. The people who are staying in a city after they've been told to evacuate are probably the people who are quite conservative in their beliefs and are like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And so to have them, like, join in on the the whole, like, yeah, turtles are good now thing. I don't know. That whole thing was just really a bit too far for me. Are you expecting everybody to evacuate within 10 minutes in New York City? There are things... New York City. (laughs) (laughs) There are things that... I just... I I don't... No one would be watching her. That was my big thing. She was up on Times Square on the big screen. There was no one around. (laughs) They had a wide shot. There were like four people. I, would, I was going to say people will be looking on their phones, but they wouldn't go to Twitter these days, would they? Because it's useless. Yeah. I, do, I don't know. I just sort of like hmm. that really bugged me as a, as a plot device to sort of, oh, the turtles are good now, everybody. I'm on a big broadcast telling you all, but there's only like four of you that I'm telling it to. So like how does the whole city, you know, come to accept them? Like I just thought it was a bit too easy. But I did love the whole, you know, the city's banding together and accepting them and it was in contrast to how Splinter was treated when he first came out mm-hmm. and everything. I, I loved mm-hmm. that. It was a nice moment. They are all passing the bag to mm-hmm. each other and that whole mm-hmm. sequence, I think, was the best in the film. Very Spider-Man where it's like yes. he gets, you mess with him, you mess with us, I think, from the first <laughs> Tobey Maguire so, Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's so <laughs> wonderful though. And like that train sequence in Spider-Man, you know, is mm-hmm. the best, yeah, they're all one of the best yeah. in television history, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I really did like that stuff, yeah. I just don't think I'm as enamoured with it as you were. Like it was good. No. I, no. I just wanted a bit more of the classic stuff as a foundation and I just needed a bit bit more streamlining in characters and story, I think. Well, I liked that there was no Shredder. Yes, I did too. I did too because I'm sick of the same villains being used for mm-hmm. heroes. Like I am so, I have Joker fatigue. 
I have Harley Quinn fatigue <laughs> at the moment. Like, I do not want to see them ever again. <laughs> and I thought it was cool time. how Superfly, he was the villain, played by Ice Cube, and did a really good job, I think. Yeah, so is that, like, obviously they're a villain to the Turtles? No, I'm pretty sure Superfly was made up. But it was new, the other, okay. The other ones were part of the Rose Gallery. Yes, yeah. okay. Interesting. So Superfly himself, I think, was new. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, he's, he's sort of got a bit of a genocidal aspect to his life he's like a mutant who's been been um torn away they killed his dad and so he wants to um kill all humans or make them into mutants as well so everyone's the same mm. and that's not a world away of splinter's fear of humans as well yes and so that was interesting and that that tied in everyone's journey together i think in a really elegant way mm. yeah good point it was interesting though like have you seen the thing recently a lot of criticism of marvel movies but also action movies in general where it's like we give the, the villain a really compelling point to their argument. Mm-hmm. Um, think of like Killmonger in Black Panther um, as an example. And he makes a good point that the people, whatever's going on in, in Wakanda, they, they should be out, out in the world and they shouldn't be scared or whatever. Um, and then the racism is terrible. They've colonized. And they, lots of countries colonize other countries and that's terrible. Like he makes good points you can't really argue with. But then they make him also a murderer and someone who wants to kill innocent people. And so, you know, we've, we've still got moral superiority over him. Mm. And there's other examples of that. I think of there's the Captain America TV show. Did you watch that? Falcon Winter Soldier? You want to skip that one? I didn't watch that. Same thing where they've got they've got people who are refugees because of the whole snap, people leaving whatever in mm-hmm. Marvel. And so they've got this group who are sort of fighting for people's rights, but also they kill innocent people at the same time. So it's like, mm. anyway, they made a, a sort of a point of that, I think, in this movie where Superfly has a good point about how they were, he was wronged and his family were wronged and they've had to fight themselves and humans are terrible to them. And so his plan is going to kill people. And then all these, all these supporters of his family are like, oh, I didn't know we had to kill people. Did we have to do that? Mm. <laughs> we just assumed you that was, you, we had to do it because you said so. So I thought that was kind of a clever way of that. Like they lampshaded, it, but I think in, in doing that, I think it made it better. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I think they've really set up this, um, these characters to, I just, I'd love to see a little, they're just going to high school and fighting crime at night TV series. Well, they're doing that. Oh, brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> they're apparently doing a, a two season 2D animated series, for Paramount Plus, and then a mm-hmm. movie. Wonderful. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> you want them just fighting one villain in an episode sort of thing? Yeah, similar to like people were talking about Spider-Verse. Like you could make Miles Morales mm. have just a really great, you know, Saturday morning. Obviously, this mm-hmm. isn't yeah. – people stream stuff now. It's not like you can only watch cartoons on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. But just sort of like – yeah, I think there's been discussion about Daredevil as well, about how they really fumbled the ball with that where it's literally just – Fighting crime by day, being you know, fighting crime at night, being a lawyer by day, episodic stuff with Kingpin in the background. This I feel mm-hmm. like could be school during the day, fighting people at night with Shredder in the background, sort of thing. Like I just think mm-hmm. there's you can do something simple if you do it well. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You could just make the best version of of the basics, you know. Absolutely. Have you seen a lot of the Daredevil stuff? They've like had to. 
Yeah, my mate. He's getting they filmed half the series and they've stopped it and then they've got to reshoot it and get different writers and directors. Strange. Yeah, they fired everybody. Mm. I don't know what is going on. Weird. And Daredevil got his powers from the same accident as the Turtles. How good is that? Do you really? <laughs> They're not in the same universe, but you know how Matt Murdock was in an accident where something yeah. just got in his eye. It's supposed to be the same accident that the Turtles... The U's got down in the sewers where they were. So what was written first? I think Daredevil was. So is this a is this a knowing sort of reference to that? It's just a wink to that. Okay, yeah. cool. That's nice. I yeah. don't know a lot about the comic history, so Well, a lot of the a lot of the series is a the comic series initially was a um takeoff of Daredevil because in Daredevil they've got the hand and then in ah. Turtles it was the foot clan who were ah, the villains. Okay, I see. Daredevil's Mentor was called Stick in Splinter. He's the mentor for the turtles. Oh my god! How good is that? Why didn't I know this? <laughs> <laughs> so you came for more in this series, but you want some more low level stuff first before we get Shredder back in a big way. Yeah, and I, I've just cut some of the other characters. Like, there's too many of them. <laughs> too I, many. Don't, I don't expect them to be back, really. Did we sort of Tell ended on like a big group shot thing. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, where do you take it from here? What do you reckon? Well, Turtles sort of have two directions from what I understand. They've got mm-hmm. Shredder in the ninja side of things and the Foot Clan or whatever, but also they've got aliens. And it seemed like I get a bit of both of that hinted mm. at the end where Maya Rudolph was actually an alien the whole time. And that's what she was doing. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess we'll see there. I really like the joke about um, Splinter saying you're going to get milked <laughs> Yeah that you get was, taken And they that actually got really milked yeah. That was so funny I liked that as well And it's a classic parent parental fear isn't it Yeah Always saying weird shit like that Yeah And you're like that's not a thing at all <laughs> Uh huh Yeah it was really good um, Only 99 minutes too How good is that? Perfect And when we saw it together We only had one other little group next to us Who were A kid who wasn't watching it to be honest Was he? Really. He was there for the experience. Yeah, and the grandma or something. But yeah, pretty much we had the whole scene to ourselves. How good was that? That's awesome. Amazing. All right, rating time? Rating time. I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Hmm. I liked it. It was good. It's a good movie. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. What are you giving it? Five stars, obviously. <laughs> Perfect film. Nothing at all you change. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Do you reckon it'll get a nom, Oscar nom? No. Am I asking too much? I don't think it'll get an Oscar nom. Best animated feature? I don't think so. Better than whatever else is out there, I reckon, personally. Well, we'll see. Then. Do you reckon Spider-Man will get a nom again? Probably. Probably. Probably win again. Okay, well, that's been nice talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie. Uh, I don't know if we've had any turtle content in the back catalogue. I don't think we. No, I don't come think we've frayed mm. into the turtle land. All right. Well, other similar movies, cartoons. We don't don't mind a animated feature, do we? We think animation is real cinema. Well, all cinema is real cinema. What does that mean? No, no, no. <laughs> like people, are like oh, just for kids or whatever. I think they're just scared to like and something. Gilmero like, comes out and is like, "No, this is an art form." I'm like, "Yeah, good work, Gilmero." <laughs> 
Uh, back Big Cat Catalog. Are we on Twitter still? Who knows? Maybe not. Venture over there and see if we are. <laughs> we have other plans, though, for more. We do. Content. Hopefully exciting things in the new year. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Until then, I'm going to see you next time. And go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs>